I learned a really interesting fact the other day. What is it? If you have a bar of metal in the vacuum of space and snap it in two, you can rejoin it just by touching them back together. Yeah, because I think the it's it's because the the particles on the on the on the edge that have just been snapped haven't like fused away. They're just in that state, right? It's uh the oxygen rich atmosphere that fucks it up. Ah. Oxygen loves to just fuck things up, rust <laughs> and uh-huh. like mm-hmm. oxidants and stuff. It iodizes it. Uh, o- oxidizes it. Oxidizes it. <laughs> Iodize. Isn't that okay. mind blowing? Could yeah. you imagine just like, oh, I broke my metal. I'm just going to put it back together. <laughs> Don't have to. Spend. I broke my metal. Welcome to episode 15 of Rather Replaying, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be playing games than crying into our Guinness. <laughs> I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Elliot. And I'm Steve-O. And I haven't got over it yet. Like, <laughs> it's, it's been a week now, but it, it still hurts. Just, I, saw, I saw your tweets. You're, you're in the US now. Just <sighs> engage in constant disappointment like we do. No, I actually still enjoy a real sport. Uh, I enjoy the sport too, but we suck. <laughs> you do suck. You don't quite suck as much as Ireland do, but you do suck. Yes, uh, America, the US, didn't make it to the World Cup for the first time since, what is it, 19, 1986. Italy I didn't think. make it either. Italy, Italy didn't, didn't make it either for the first time since 1958. Yeah, that's so crazy. Now, on the flip side of this, Ireland got to the playoff and they could have been there for the first time since 2002. So we haven't gone to a World Cup in 16 years. Oh, so I've, I, I saw Ireland the last time they were in the World Cup then. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, did you in Korea? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, never mind. I saw Denmark, France. Never mind. It wasn't Ireland. Never mind. You could have seen them. They were, yeah, they were in Japan and South Korea for the 2002 World Cup. And that was the last time. And obviously I've been crying out for an excuse to go to the World Cup. I've never been to a World Cup. I've never seen a World Cup match live. And I was hoping and praying to a God that I don't believe in uh, for <laughs> Ireland to make it there. And unfortunately, after a good draw away in Denmark, a nil-nil draw, we thought we'd take them home and beat them in Dublin. They absolutely annihilated us. <sighs> they beat us They beat us 5-1 and Christian Eriksen scored a hat-trick. It was just, oh, don't oh. laugh. Please don't laugh. It's so, it's, uh, oh, I, yeah, it's going to take a while, lads. It's going to take a while to get over this, it, especially since it was going to be in Russia and the next one is going to be in Qatar, or would you say Qatar? Qatar, yeah. Qatar, yeah. Yeah. However you want to pronounce it, I'm not sure how I'll do there. My fair skin might not suit <laughs> the climate so well. I just remember. I just imagine Steve-O being in the bar watching this game, and every time uh, Denmark scored, going, "What a save! What a save! What a save!" <laughs> Calculated. <laughs> oh, it was uh, so sad. It was so sad. I can't even laugh at Rocket League jokes. It just, <laughs> just just hurts too much. Unfortunately, that's as funny as we get. <laughs> 
But anyway, lads, enough talk about football. <laughs> That's a lot of soccer. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about some video games. All Elliot, right. What have you been playing? Ellie was playing FIFA. Uh, <laughs> no, he wasn't. As a matter of fact, I was not playing FIFA. He was playing a game like it. Last FIFA I bought was 2015. Anyway. Football manager. Um, I've been playing a couple of games that I'm enthralled with, so I'm excited to talk to you guys about it because I don't think I've told you I'm playing them. Oh, yeah. Um, one of them is a Switch port of uh, Thimbleweed Park. Great. Now... I thought you did pre- mention that. Did you not? I thought you did mention that to us. Maybe I mentioned it last episode, yeah. but the other one I definitely haven't mentioned. So I'll okay. get to there in a second. But uh, so I looked into it because I hadn't really heard much about it other than it was a like point and click LucasArts style adventure game. Yeah. Uh, made by former Lucas, like people who worked on Secret of Monkey Island and yep. Ron Gilbert. Uh, yeah. Ron, Ron Gilbert. Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Everyone minus. Uh, What's the other guy? Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he it's wasn't a part of it. Fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I've never actually played through a game like this. Did you I've... pay? Did you pay more than ten bucks for it? Oh yeah. Oh, you failed. Did it cost you fifteen <laughs> or twenty? I know that reference. Yeah, it was twenty <laughs> bucks. <laughs> um, no. So it it's uh, it was extremely off putting at first, especially playing with the controller because these things were made for pc where you can you you literally navigate by like clicking where you're gonna move and then you either pick the menu for talk or pick up or ah, it's or, got a scum system yeah yeah if that's what you call it then yes i, I think it is <laughs> josh what did scum use to stand for it was the actions that you could do it was uh something 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 for maniac mansion it was the this it's the the tool that it was the system they used for the point and click uh, system for Maniac Mansion, and then was also used for Secret of Monkey Island, yep. Day of the Tentacle, uh, mm. Salmon Max, things like that. God, what did that stand for? Oh, and it has all the all the verbs, Elliot. Pick up, talk to. Yeah, there's like there's nine of them, I think. And yep. so the like, I primarily play my Switch docked, and so I was like, well, let's see what this game's about. I it was like three weeks since I bought it. I hadn't even booted into it, um, and clicking like you kind of click on an object or you you click on the menu and then you click on the object like pick up this can't pick it up okay use this can't use it okay and then until something finally works and it's just kind of tedious um but I, i made it through like maybe an hour or so that way and then one time i was laying in bed i said maybe i'll play it here and i tapped the screen and it's also touch screen compatible <laughs> which is the best way to play games like this yeah. you literally just tap your way across it's faster than a mouse especially when the screen's like six inches or whatever the switch is and then i played like four more hours over the weekend um <laughs> I, so that- after that first hour i didn't pick it up for like two weeks again and then uh, and then now I'm just like flying through it. And have you been making steady progress? Yep, steady progress. Working my way through it. Um, absolutely loving the story. So it's like uh, the atmosphere is is so it, it it calls on Twin Peaks. If either of you guys have seen that, yeah, it's kind of like a mix between like the Twin Peaks, like weird murder mystery atmosphere. Obviously, it's hilarious as well. Like, it's got loads of jokes, just like Monkey Island and all those other games. Uh, So it doesn't take itself too seriously. There's lots of, like, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, 
so it's a mix between like Twin Peaks and X-Files in a like if you put them together on Monkey Island and yeah. it's yeah. fucking entertaining all the way through. Interesting. Uh, and I wanted to mention this also because Eric and Tess are friends of the show from the Same Team Yell podcast do a Twin Peaks uh, podcast Rewatch. called Same yeah, Peaks. A, yeah. yeah. And Tess doesn't really play video games. Eric loves video games, uh, but is kind of like relegated to the Switch because he's a new dad and busy. And that's where you find your time. Toilet games. Uh, toilet games. If you <laughs> reference episode 11, maybe 12. Anyway. Uh, Elliot, so, don't ever try to go back in time. We've talked about this. <laughs> You're right. A previous episode. Um, <laughs> but I just thought this would be perfect for them to like it'd be a perfect window for Tess to get into video games because it's totally like the Twin Peaks that she loves and the video games that Eric loves. So you guys, if you're looking for a new game to play or Eric, if you're trying to get Tess into games, <laughs> Thimbleweed Park is like the perfect marriage of the two things you guys love most. So <laughs> it sounds kind of awesome. It's one that I was thinking about picking up on the Switch and uh, it's so good on switch yeah just the fact that it's funny makes me want to pick it up most of all and remembering yeah. the good old days of monkey island and uh point and click adventures oh and day of the tentacle as well i loved yeah, I, still, so, I, I still need to finish day of the tentacle uh, it's one i haven't really i done. feel like i miss i feel like there's a lot of like winks to previous series like that that i'm not getting because i haven't played yeah. them like i never like my, my PC gaming is very, very early and then it stops and pretty much when Nintendo came out. And then I haven't played PC since then until like the last couple of years. I, I, so, think, I think the Monkey Island series, at the very least, one, two and three are like required playing for point and click games. I've got to mm-hmm. do it now. Like this is getting me into it. So like and when you mentioned when you're talking about the control scheme to begin with, it reminded me of back when. Uh, so I play Monkey Island one, two and three and three is my favorite. It is just absolutely absolutely hilarious I, I i laughed my ass off the entire time playing that game mm-hmm. oh, and uh and all of those are like point and click and then when i first played uh escape from monkey island which is the fourth one um i ended up getting it on ps2 because it was just what it was just i think it was the the easiest way for me to play it at the time was it and tank controls yes it was tank controls it drove <laughs> me absolutely up, it. The, up the wall for a while i mean i finally got the hang of it but it's so annoying when you're trying to find like a certain thing and you're like i, I need to like maneuver guy brush to the right spot and it, it was i mean i found again i finally got used to it but the first like 30 minutes to an hour were just me fighting with the game um and i mean escape from my gown was was decent had some low points i think but for the most part it was still a pretty decent game um oh and by the way script creation utility for maniac mansion uh, <laughs> script creation u- utility okay good to but, know uh, good to know but yeah, Elliot, so you should pick up Monkey Island. So if you got your iPhone, they have the Monkey Island 1 and 2 on the phone. I actually think I have those on the phone and maybe played like 10 minutes of them. And like it was just the format was so weird. It kind of put me off at it, first. It is odd. And it's fair. And again, I haven't played Thimbleweed Park, so I'm not sure if it's in the similar vein. But like many of the puzzles are definitely very abstract thinking. Like you have <laughs> to really go like. Oh, yeah, you can use that monkey as a slingshot, you know, <laughs> things ah. like that. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had moments in Thimbleweed where I'm like, there's no way this will work. And it works. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, man, that's that so about good. Right. That sounds about it's right. So good. And it has <laughs> that same like really old school pixelated look mm-hmm. like the art style is amazing. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. if you're all up for playing a playthrough of Monkey Island 3, I've never played it, and I'd be Ooh. up for that. Uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Stream it. Put it on Twitch. <laughs> genius. The man's a genius. <laughs> we'll have we'll have to get some kind of like in room feed so you can see us like all cracking up. I think I have the di- <laughs> trying I think to I have the discs out. somewhere. I just don't know where. Are they floppy discs? No, they're CDs. How old two, is this? Two of Ooh. them. Ooh. Uh, two CDs. God, I can't. There's somewhere in this mess behind me. Uh, <laughs> but oh man. So yeah, it's well, it's an absolute joy. I love it. Uh, on Switch is amazing. I was I was really worried about the point and click but taking it portable is absolutely the way to go yeah it sounds like it yeah you said uh, you had another one i had another one that i'm not as far in um the we kind of took it over so my wife was out of town last week last weekend so i've just uh, you bought one of those hentai games I'll load it. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know that's where i was going josh <laughs> you know me too well uh she's a no. thousand year old dragon i swear <laughs> uh so after reading Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, the one of the stories that just kind of I thought was impressed me the most, besides uh, uh, Stardew Valley, which is awesome. But uh, I thought that's what you were about to say. I, no. <laughs> I was going to say, play that day game, damn it! <laughs> no, you no, have it. <laughs> I went and got it. Came on sale, and I bought Pillars of Eternity. Oh, okay. Which oh, is PC? Yeah, Steam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they have Definitive coming out on console like around yeah. now or so. I do not understand how anybody's going gonna to play that on console. I, 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 I would not enjoy it, I don't think. I don't. If Divinity Original Sin worked. No, it's, maybe it it's different. It's it's different. Oh, it's, it's not tur- it's it's not it's turn based, but it's not turn based. It's it's called it's real time with pause. Yeah. Meaning everything happens. Uh-huh. You could pause the action at any time to reissue commands, but it's yeah. not like, OK, it's your turn. Now it's your turn. Now it's your turn. It's yeah. not like that. It's, so so more like my favorite uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Kind of, yes. Hmm. Yeah, but I guess you, so. But with, like but with a party of like six. <laughs> Whoa, six? Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic was three, and I yeah. feel like that was that was enough to yeah. keep track on, of to, you know, set up what moves they would be doing next, who they would be attacking, yeah. what skills they would be using. Six people? Yeah, I, I wouldn't enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's only, it going, Elliot? I've only got the one guy right now so far and made it to the first town, so I'm not that far, but... Uh, and, and much like uh, Thimbleweed Park, I haven't played any of the genre before. I've never played these like old Infinity Engine style RPGs. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, very old school. Is it, it is. isometric? It's is isometric. It? Yeah, it's it looks it's, like Baldur's Gate too. Yep, it's it's which I also haven't played. I've only seen, but it's yeah. gorgeous. It's absolutely like it, mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful game. Uh, the lore just sucks you in i don't know what it is about it like you read like every even item descriptions like pull you into this world the history uh you're you're kind of you're this guy so you have like a very brief background about who you are uh and right off the bat you're making choices and people are dying as a result of them and your party is changing as a result of them and then you, you i stumbled into this like ridiculous occult uh josh you played it right yeah i did uh ceremony and it's just like man it gets it just went from like zero to 60 so quick and and then like i we hit a wall like so it's like all right now we're calming down the pacing is kind of evening out 
and and that's where I found my stopping point. I haven't picked it up again since then. But I like that's how I spent my Saturday afternoon. I was just like like yeah. slowly learning it. And a lot of these games have such a huge uh learning curve because there's so much that you can do yeah. and you have to worry about but yeah. i'm just kind of taking it like little pieces and little pieces and i'm kind of waiting for the moment where i'm just like fuck this this is too much or i wait too long to play and i'm like i've totally forgotten about this and i don't want that, to be. that's where that's where i am <laughs> have you so not like, finished it oh no no so i played i i got it relatively soon after it came out there was i'm pretty sure there was like a sale actually that came or at least like a discount somewhere that i picked it up at mm-hmm. um and so I, I've tried playing Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2. And I mean, I, I can see like story wise and character wise and lore and all that. Like it, it, it's amazing. But like I just can't really get into the old like D&D style gameplay. I mean, w- within the game, because like for, for for instance, it just it's just it's so weird to me, especially in Baldur's Gate 1, because that's like uh, second edition rules. It's like really old school where like. You know, you've got things like you can cast your magic and now you, you like you have one fight and then you got to rest again. One fight, then you got to rest again hmm. because you got to recharge like your magic and stuff. So that's why a lot of people play like archers, you know, because then you just pick people off from a distance. Uh-huh. Um, but like I know a lot of people really enjoy them. And Baldur's Gate 2 is a, a, a many people's favorite game. And it's just it's just one of those series where I'm just like, I I get why people like it. It's just I'm not competent enough or patient enough to deal with it hmm. I, i've tried enjoying uh I've, I've probably out of the out of the old infinity engine games i've probably played the most with planescape torment but that's mostly because you could talk your way out of everything yeah. <laughs> um you can you can get through a lot of that game with uh like wisdom checks and intelligence checks and things like that rather than i mean i think there's some fights here and there but for the most part you can talk your way through shit huh yeah planescape torment is Herald is one of the best ever made as well, isn't it? Yeah. And Baldur's Gate. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever played any of them then, Josh, that you would describe as old school CRPG uh, Dungeons and Dragons style. Yeah. So so there's, yeah, there's the Baldur's Gate series, Icewind Dale, I think Temple of Elemental Evils, one kind of like that. Um, Planescape. Uh, I think those are the main one, the main ones when people talk about those Infinity Engine games. Um other than that, I've played I played Neverwinter Nights, which has a okay story. But the nice thing about it is really you really only ever have a party of two at any given time, so it's just, hmm. it's a little less maintenance you have to deal with. But anyway, moving on to Pillars of Eternity, I like at least that, that they have their own varied version of D and D rules. It's not D and D rules; it's close to it, but they've kind of made their own tweaks. For instance, like you have spells that are per combat, you know, not not like per rest or things like that. So there's a lot less out of combat maintenance you have to do to get your party up and running again. Um, hmm. So I probably played like, I don't know, 20, 25 hours of the game. I made a decent amount of progress. Um, I just, and how, how modern is pillars of eternity? Like, does it have uh voice acting? Yes. Is yeah. it, does it, does it have other kinds of modern day game perks that people would be more used to, or is it really old school? I mean, it's, it's pretty old school as far as how the gameplay works i mean you get your you make your character your character has a class um you build your character's attributes as you level up you if you're a mage you learn spells if you're a warrior you know you up up your strength get better weapons and your weapons are like steel sword plus one you know 
not, you're not looking at, you're not going to be out there dealing nine, 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 nine damage. You know, you're, you're like, Oh yeah. sweet. I hit him for 30. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you know? But um, when I think of the most, uh, tactical RPG games that I played, I think of like much more modern and Western things. So dragon age origins and, uh, like, is that totally different? Is that much more action-based? Is that more... So it's similar in this... I mean, it's similar style to Dragon Age because Dragon Age was also real-time with pause. Yep. Ah, which, yeah, you, know, you, you, you know, you run around and then when, you're, when you want to do... When you want to change how you're doing combat, you pause the game, adjust everybody's actions, and then they go back to auto-attacking or doing auto-whatever you whatever you queued up. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Age, I, I think, I can't remember. I mean, as far as like mages go, people have MP. Um, whereas in like these old school games like this, you don't have MP, you have charges, you know, I, or like you can cast, I can cast this spell three times per battle and that's it, you yep. know, or, or I can cast and a spell that, one so time there's a day no, and that's it. There's no consuming mana and then having more shots at something. Yeah. It's just basically you enter a fight with what you have and good luck. <laughs> wow. That is very different. Yeah. I'm not sure I would have the patience for it personally. <laughs> like I, I was enjoying it and the story was pretty cool. And like Elliot said, it's, it's a gorgeous looking isometric game. Um, I, I don't know. I think I, I feel like at one point I hit a roadblock as far as like difficulty goes. And there at the, at the time I was playing, there were like, there was a main way for me to go story wise, but then there was also like a side dungeon in the keep you can own. Um, and I kept going down there and just getting wrecked. So oh. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I probably just like hit a side side quest that I should not have tackled that early. And I got annoyed and gave up for the time being. So I, I should go back to it. I was enjoying it. Well, I'm not going to let you discourage me, Josh. I am loving <laughs> it. All right. No, it's, I guess I enjoyed it when I, what I played, I just got yeah. frustrated at one point. So I'm like, I, I'm in the point right now where I'm loving everything I'm encountering. I want to learn more about it. I just want to like yeah. absorb it. I want to like get my head wrapped totally around it and just play the fuck out of it. Like, While that's, that's happening, Elliot, keep the momentum going. Yeah. It's all you can do. I can't uh, stop. If I stop, otherwise, I'm, I'm fucked. It, exactly. <laughs> if you stop, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks for that. Uh, Josh, my cautionary tale here. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, moving on though, so I've been playing. I've only been playing. I've been busy as hell these past two weeks. So I've, uh, I've just I played a little more Mario Odyssey. It got up to about five hundred and thirty moons, give or take. That's uh, ridiculous. Oh I think I've maybe God. got half half that maximum. Maybe mm. I mean, like just got to be just got to be efficient, dude. <laughs> oh, you just got to be. <laughs> just 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 keep going just don't stop playing exactly Simple. um but i also picked up uh skyrim for switch because i've i really enjoyed skyrim on pc i did played the hell out of it and i've wanted a portable elder scrolls game for as long as i can remember so like i would still kill for a morrowind that's on a portable device um because that's still <laughs> my favorite elder scrolls game but skyrim on the switch actually works really really well uh, yeah. it looks great i mean it's you're, if yes if you're going to compare it to like a pc version with mods and everything yes it looks like shit compared to that but <laughs> it's the special edition it's got all the dlc all the extra stuff there's extra link hang on armor. hang on hang on does it have horse armor that's oblivion that's oblivion oh no references dc marvel (laughs) (laughs) um flashbacks (laughs) but it's got like i said it's got all the dlc there's even extra armor you can get to make you look like link and get the master sword and at one point Um, a very ugly uh, link yeah it's the it's the the breath of the wild link 
Nintendo uh, no, love a good cash in. They the were face, on the ball there. The face. But, uh, the guy's. No, I, have you seen the picture of like no, the, I know the one on mine? Is no, it, it, look, it looks like Link as like a 65 year old alcoholic. <laughs> I don't doubt it. You can do some really crazy stuff with the face face creation. Yeah. Um. But I, this time I'm playing through as a mage character because I always I always play as like a stealthy archer thief assassin type dude. And I was mm. like, well, I'll give magic a try. And I know magic's kind of odd in this in this game, but it's it's going okay so far. The one thing I want to say that I really enjoy this is a minor detail, but uh, considering I, I normally play as a thief a thief, and I still lock pick here and there just because you have lock stuff as you, that you come across lock picking on the switch version is easy as hell. And it's awesome. <laughs> so the way it works is like you guys, you guys played fallout, right? Yep. So it's the same system Three. of fallout where you have to put the, the lock pick at a certain angle and then turn the, yep. turn the bolt. So, but in this version, in the, if you, in the, on the left joy con, you use the left joy con to rotate the bolt or to, sorry, to, to rotate the lock pick and it vibrates as it, comes across uh-huh. little little ticks so like if you have a, you've got 180 degrees of movement on the on the bolt that you can check for the to open it uh on like the beginners love on the novice level bolt there's like 10 ticks that you'll feel across that 180 degrees on like the master one you'll feel like 60 of them so you know yep. more more precision there but as you're as you're going rotating You'll you'll feel a slight vibration as you pass every tick, and on the correct one, you'll feel a very slightly stronger tick. Huh. <laughs> so it, so you have to pay attention, but it also means that you don't have to put any points into lock picking as long as you're paying attention. Oh, so it's yeah. Ki- it's kind of neat. I, I like it. So it's it's the HD rumble, right? It's like super super subtle. Uh, yeah. So like it'll like be like tick 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 jerk. Okay. Well, yeah. That's it. Okay. Go back. Go back. Crap. <laughs> you know, so. Oh, that's so cool. Have you tried with like playing with two independent Joy Cons, one in each hand? Yeah, I, ha- mode? I have, but I, I'm I'm not a fan of gyroscopic controls just because I'm not. I don't know. I I just never feel like I'm aiming properly because I I don't because then I gotta hold my arm out like this while I'm playing. It's annoying and it's just I I'd rather just play. I just turned off the gyroscopic controls. Um, hmm. But yeah, whenever I'm playing, I, I like to play on the TV every now and again too. So that's I enjoy having the the, the detached controllers. So. Hmm. Man, the switch is so good. Like, so <laughs> as you were talking, I was thinking like, wait, the actual tablet doesn't have rumble in it, nor does it have any gyroscopic uh, sensors or anything. It's all it's on the joy like calculated from the joy cons. But it, yep. when, when it rumbles, it feels like the whole thing is rumbling. When you tilt it, it feels like. Yeah. But man, that's such a cool fucking. Ugh. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm enjoying sorry. it and I can get lost and play play an hour or two in bed just exploring Skyrim. And that's good enough for me. So, yeah, yeah. that was always the great thing about Skyrim. Just wandering in a direction and seeing what stories and quests you would stumble upon. And then getting eaten by a bear. Yes. <laughs> or falling, <laughs> doing that crazy uh, jump, rag- up, jump, slide, slide, jump up. Yeah. A hill. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Steve-O? Uh, I've been knocking around a few different things. Finally completed Golf Story, which we'll definitely have a chat about once Josh finishes it. Elliot, nope. do you think you ever will? I ever will. <laughs> I ever. I believe will. you ever will. <laughs> I'm, I'm still. Al- I'm still almost done. I think I just had the last course to go, but yeah. Yeah, I, I also jumped back into the uh, SNES Classic, um, mm. and I've got a couple of feelings about the couple of games that I went back to, which you know I've played a bit of both. 
Super Mario World. I jump back in. I've got 70 exits out of it's 96. 96, yeah. Dang. 96 total. And trying to get the ones that I've missed mm-hmm. is goddamn impossible. <laughs> it's never going to happen. I mean, like, I just tried a few of them and I was like, nope, no idea where it is. Or I know where it is and I have no idea how to get to it. Um, now, now imagine seven, uh, seven or eight year old me. Wait, when was this? When did it come out? Nineteen ninety one. Was that Mario World? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Imagine seven year old me going through and playing that game for hours and going, "Oh my god, finally!" Yeah. <laughs> and is that like the only game you had at the time as well? Probably. Maybe. I maybe yeah. had Zelda too. But yeah. Wait, wait. Ha- have you beaten the Star Road? No, I haven't. Have so that beat- was the first ha- one I jumped into. Have you beaten Tubular, the second level? Hmm, no. <laughs> No, okay. not yet. T- okay. T- c- tell me when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will make a point of beating that before the next time we record. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and obviously the other game that I jumped back into was Donkey Kong Country. And can I just say, I don't like how Donkey Kong Country feels at all. I just don't like it. Diddy Kong feels a little bit better, although clearly his name is even more ridiculous. But, <laughs> but, but the way Donkey Kong feels, it's so slow oh, yeah. and lethargic. And I, yeah. I mean, you could say, oh, well, that's because he's bigger and that's how it's meant to feel. But it's it's not satisfying in the way he jumps or the way he... He rolls. I just so that don't so that's why like everybody it. likes Diddy uh, Donkey Kong Country two because you play as Diddy and Dixie, and Dixie is like a version of Diddy that can float, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, or can, okay, or can, or can glide. So yeah. the, both of the characters are pretty fast. They're not sluggish like Donkey. Um, yeah, and I, it's a little I just I just find that I don't want to jump back in when he's the character who I finish up dying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, just stop I'd, dying with Diddy, and you'll be fine. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll I'll probably go back to it at some point, but there's so many other games I wanted to play. So the other thing, a uh, new one that I jumped into was Uncharted for Lost Legacy. Ah, uh, okay, nice. I forgot you got, got that. it. That's right. Yeah, got it on sale recently. Um, kind of cool that uh, there's two female protagonists in it. Uh, I'm about ready for another bit of Uncharted. We can always do with a bit of pulp. Uh, the, oh yeah, the cinematic video game from time to time. Oh yeah, um, but again, I don't like the stealth in it. I don't particularly like oh, the shooting in it. It's still I don't the same like, style, d- pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah, I I don't like that. I have to sit around marking people mm-hmm. before I go into an encounter. You can basically mark people like you would do in Metal Gear Solid Five, or yeah, I don't know where did that even start. Wait, you have splinter, to mark them? Splinter cells. Well, you basically have to mark them because if you don't kill them stealthily, they just bring in waves of enemies. And because I'm not enjoying the shooting as much as I did in, say, Uncharted 2, always the one that I come back to, huh. uh, I I just don't want to sit around for 15 minutes on one encounter while waves of enemies come back. Um, so I'm finding it just a tiny bit annoying i would like to play for the sake of the story which does seem interesting and again mm-hmm. it's uh it's fun playing an uncharted game as someone not nathan drake yeah um, but i basically went to the first uh so I'm, I'm currently on an open world map and it gives you the option to go 
climb a tower and be able to open up the rest of the map or or mark certain things on the map. I assume like, you know, Zelda or like uh, an Ubisoft game, more like an Ubisoft game, I, I suppose. But uh, it's it's I, I couldn't figure out how to climb the tower. And immediately mm. I was like, this is a game that I wanted to play through quick as a flash. This is a game that I wanted to play for the the cutscenes or for the story and for a little bit of shooting and get right through it. And already I'm frustrated with it. And I find the one thing that annoys me most about games these days is when I don't know where to go. And it just, I'm not sure how much I'll stick with it. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't oh. be playing any old school RPGs. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Have you have you tried just throwing money at the screen? Does that does that help you win? Oh, oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> the only other one that I I was still playing around with a little bit was uh, Near Automata, which again nice. I I guess we'll come back to. Uh, Josh, I'm playing through Ending C, and I think I'm getting pretty far in it because obviously you know uh, most of the encounters that you're gonna have, but. Uh, Wait. Yep. No, it, it, the C route should be totally different than um the different side quests, but same main. No, quests. that's that's B. You're still on B then. Oh, I'm still on B. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's me, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I have a lot to go before we can have a proper discussion about. That oh yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, but I am starting to get into it again. At first, because in the B route, uh, you're doing a lot of the same quests. I was getting a little bit bored of it, but as you see the story begin to unravel a little bit and uh-huh. you get to learn a bit more about the world, it draws you back in and it mm-hmm. gets you gets you pumped forward again. So oh, really excited God. to have a, a chat with you about that. Elliot, go wait. play it. Go play near Automata. Yeah. Um it's so I've got like three games that I'm waiting to see like how they come down on holiday sales here. Mm-hmm. And Near Automata is one. Um Horizon Zero Dawn and well, Uncharted Lost Legacy. But you kind of like you kind of got Horizon me on for it. like I got Horizon for like twenty bucks like two months ago. What do you? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm what are you for. holding out for? <laughs> I was holding out for twenty bucks at Best Buy for like the GCU, like fifteen bucks. Nice. Uh, yeah, okay. it's it's twenty bucks actually right now. The the PlayStation Black Friday sale just went up and it's twenty bucks right now. So I'm tempted to just grab that at that price, but. Um, yeah, I've heard it getting a lot of press again because they recently released the DLC for it. Yeah, the Frozen Wilds. Frozen Wilds, uh-huh. and it, it's pretty smart that they did that. It seems like they released it just around this time to remind everyone that Horizon Zero Dawn came out in 2017, mm-hmm. and don't forget to consider it when you're thinking about <laughs> your Game of the Year nominations. Yeah, and yeah. I, I hear so many good things about it. Um uh, I'd love I've enjoyed it. the bit I've played. Me yeah. too. I've, I've played, I'm, I'm guessing about a quarter or a third of it, and the story was fun. But of course, then Zelda came out yeah. and just dragged me away from everything. So, I mean, I it came out sitting. at the same time as like Zelda, Persona 5, Nier Automata. Uh, it was like five amazing games, and that was the one that I didn't have time for. Like, I mm. didn't have room for it. I was just playing Zelda. So, um, so that's that I'm looking out for. I'm going to get it on PC, even though Square Enix doesn't deserve a, a PC sale for not supporting the game. Not a single patch since it's been <laughs> released, but there's fan patches that fix it up. And uh, I don't have a PS4 Pro, and it's one of those games that really benefits from it, from what I've heard. 
Neo is another one I would like to also grab, but that only just came out on PC. I'm not really yeah. hopeful. And the I, fact that it's basically a definitive edition on yeah. PC makes it all the more tempting that yeah. you don't have to worry about getting DLC separately. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah. speaking of getting DLC separately, <laughs> what is the hot topic in the games industry right now? What's everybody talking about? Loot boxes, loot crates. Oh, I was going to lead in with how much better Battlefront 2 is than <laughs> Battlefront 1, because instead of selling DLC, they have loot crates in it. <laughs> so for those who don't know, basically, Battlefront 2 is, again, the sequel to the original Star Wars Battlefront. And the big outcry that's come up is that progression in multiplayer, like how you learn, you know, new, I guess, skills and, and things like that is tied to random loot boxes. And the loot boxes also contain stuff like cosmetic items. So if you play as one character primarily and you finally get a loot box, you may get a skill, but it's for a character you don't use, or it might be something, a cosmetic for a character that you don't use. And yeah, you can spend money to get more loot boxes, but then you're just throwing money, more money at a game for a random chance. It's, it's all random. So it could be. So, I actually didn't know about the character thing. I thought it was just like, I want this skill plus 10. I didn't get it in my first three loot boxes. I'm going to buy another one and hope it comes in that. So but, I think there's a way kind of like an overwatch where you can also earn like currency from the loot boxes. You know, like if you you'll get like, I don't know, hmm. 20 coins or credits or whatever. And then if you get enough, you can buy the You could buy the thing you want. With right. the in-game currency. So I think there that does exist too. That doesn't make it better. I'm just no, saying no. I think that's there as well. And the alternative, yeah. they said it was how many I forget how many how many hours it would take to to do like an equivalent. Like you could just buy the You basically have to play for like six months straight, like not sleeping. <laughs> yeah. So 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 what I'm reading here is at the current price, and this was at the time. Of 60,000 credits, it'll take you 40 hours of gameplay to earn the right to unlock one hero or villain. That's right. So heroes or villains would obviously be Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader. Main characters. Main characters. And the characters who, in many ways, you are buying this game to play as. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lots of people, this was the thing that they enjoyed most about the, the first Battlefront. We keep saying the first Battlefront, the first multiplayer Battlefront. Um, it was that you could play as heroes or villains and you could basically tear it up as Luke Skywalker in certain modes, multiplayer modes. Um, yeah. Uh, as you said, that's what people were buying it for. You wanted to like, like, I think it was like a, uh, like the hero mode where like one person on the team was randomly a hero and you could just play and have fun that way. But now, um, it's either locked behind 40 hours of gameplay um, or several hundred dollars of worth of credits. And so that's that's kind of the outcry is most people don't want to spend 40 hours just to get this hero. A lot of people are just going to buy the hero right up front, skip all that waiting and just dominate everyone. So you're basically paying to be better than everyone. You're paying to accelerate your character's growth. And it's just being seen as a very greedy, uh, like the game is clearly designed and geared around these loot boxes and they're encouraging people to spend 
thousands and thousands of dollars to um, to buy them. And, it, and it's and even if you get one, you're not guaranteed to getting what you want to get. They're, yeah. they're loot boxes. So the way it you actually could potentially be throwing money at a thing and getting duplicates. Yes. And in which case you're getting a tiny little fraction back of the credits that you've purchased in the first place. It is it's it's crazy. And it's mobile games taken well, to the nth degree. Well, there's like two separate ways of, uh, 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 about this that I mean, or there's two two ty- two other types or examples of games that are, are like this, but I understand why they are the way they are. And I don't care as much about the way they do it. So on the mobile side, you've got these things called gotcha games or called or short for gotcha pawn, which is basically like you ever go to uh, like the mall and they, they have those little 25 cent machines where you put a quarter in, you turn the knob and you get a little bubble, a random with bubble a th- with like with a bubble, with a toy in it. Yeah. Like those things. So that would be like, if I say there was like a selection of uh, a c- collect all 10 of something in there, you know, I put a quarter in, I get one. Oh, okay. Cool. That's a, that's a new one. I put a, another quarter in crap. I got a duplicate, you know, and you keep putting quarters and quarters in hoping to get the one you want. Right. Um, and so like, for instance, I've been playing a gotcha game for about a year now, uh, final fantasy brave Exvius. Um, it, it was a, it's free to play. Uh, you every day or so, sometimes they'll have free things, but you can summon a new character for your team and uh, you can use in-game currency. You can some, like I said, sometimes they have promotions where they're free. Sometimes you'll have a summon ticket you can use to summon th- to summon a new character, but it's entirely random what you get. You put, put it in. I mean, they might have like boosted rates for certain characters for a week or something, but it's still up to RNG. <laughs> um and so you just kind of I've got like a collection of like 250 characters, tons of which are duplicates. I have a team that I use and it does just fine. But that's just that's again, that's over a long period of time that I've collected people that I actually team that I want to use. Um, have you? But that's but but that's literally that point of that game. Like it's not hiding what it is. Yeah. It's not like Battlefront where you're like, yeah, Star Wars game. That's a shooter. I want to play this. And, you know, there's a single player campaign and then go online and shoot, shoot my friends and. No, yeah, this but, is, but, this but do you feel like games are hiding this stuff at all? Do you think games have been hiding this stuff? Like in, in let's talk about in terms of westernized games that have had loot boxes or or microtransactions, I guess. And microtransactions are slightly different because in many ways you're purchasing an exact thing. Or you, we we talk about microtransactions as covering both loot crates and, you know, in individual purchases. Mm-hmm. Like the the first example of this that I can remember was Farmville, um, that people were playing on Facebook, and did you like you had to send out invites to other people on Facebook to try and get them in the game, yeah. in order to speed up how quick your crops grew, or you could pay to yeah. have your crops grow yeah. quicker. But so you're but you're talking about a game that's, uh, I think I think Farmville was largely single player, wasn't it? I mean, it was just your own farm. Yeah. Right. I, I'm. But I mean, but, but, but I mean, the point is, is like, yeah, it's, you're just speeding things up. You can still play the game. It's just, you put it down for a bit and go do something else. So it's, I, again, I'm not, I'm not defending it because it's bullshit the way that a lot of games do this. Like even Final Fantasy Brave Exvius has an, has a stamina bar where everything you do costs stamina and then you got to wait for the bar to recharge in order to do more shit. But that's fine for me because I play it for like 20 minutes a day and that's it, you know, throw it, throw it, wait, wait till tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's it also it caters to people that do have like an addiction to that sort of thing, not necessarily gambling so much as, you know, 
kids who have impulse don't have impulse control and have access to a credit card, you know, things like that. You've heard stories of people like, oh, my God, my son spent three thousand dollars on a game. What the fuck? Yeah, you do. Mostly around mobile games. So mostly around things like Farmville. Well, I guess maybe not so much Farmville, but maybe Candy Crush and Clash Clash of Clash of Clans and things like that and that kind of thing. And in many ways, but but Josh, what you were saying then was that you feel like they don't hide that they're about purchasing stuff. I, I mean, think- maybe at the outset when they first came around, it wasn't, you know, it's not necessarily at the time it was kind of new ish. You know, yep. you're not it's, it's not really they're not hiding it. They weren't hiding it then so much as it was a new concept that people weren't necessarily familiar with. And, you know, people reacted you know negatively to it. But others were like, OK, yeah, I've got a dollar. Sure. Why not? You know, but sure, there's but also- what I'm thinking is like for the kid who downloads those games, they probably think, oh, this is a good game. I, I've heard of this. Even for the people that I see sitting on the Metro playing these games, they probably think for Candy Crush, oh, I like how when I connect this, these disappear. I feel like I'm doing something, you know, uh, satisfying. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good at this game. But, but I, I feel in many ways, maybe they don't realize that really this game is built to lure you in and, and make you dollars well no so that's, I'm not that's sure exactly it's, it's a feed, it it's a feedback loop so I, I suggest you watch the south park episode on microtransactions because it's actually really good about this they sit there and they actually go into like the little feedback loop you get you get you know you can either wait but if you're sitting there like going oh my god i gotta wait eight hours I, i'm bored i've got to wait eight hours for this thing to recharge or i could just pay a dollar now and do and play now and i won't be bored you know, it's 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 the, then you spend the money, you do the thing you want, you get the satisfaction of doing it, then you get to the board state again. Then you're like, okay, well, I can just speed it up again. You, know, it's it's just this loop, a feedback loop of, you know, satisfying your your impulse, uh, your you know, instant gratification versus just waiting to to de- th- delayed gratification. Rather. I think that's sort of what Steve was saying in that, like, yeah. you, you, you <laughs> I I know that it's that loop. You know that it's that loop. Elliot knows that it's that loop. But the person who downloads it, a kid. Or, or somebody who's never played a game before but enjoys this thing in the same way as maybe they enjoyed Sudoku and now they play Candy Crush and it like hits the same the same buzz that they want. Yeah. Maybe they well, I don't mean, see it the way we do. Well, I know. But I mean, some of this just comes down to parents knowing about the, the things their kids are playing. It's like having a parent that's like, Grand Theft Auto, that sounds great for Timmy. You know, <laughs> things like that. It's, it's, it's a different thing. It's like, if I, you know, when I, whenever I have a kid, there is no goddamn way I'm putting a credit card on his phone yeah. or her phone. Yeah. Uh, you know? I mean, there's there's parenting, but there's also like adults with addictive personalities. Like this is effectively yeah. Yeah. gambling and you're taking advantage of people and and their money. And it's, you know, how is that? How is this even allowed? How is this not? Gambling's allowed. How is this not rated adults only for gambling? Yeah, I think more than anything, it's it's because... They're pretending this isn't gambling. Yeah, and in America, in particular, they're they're pretending. So the 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 difference that in so I I agree that it's gambling, but I think from a a a legal perspective or something in the sense that again I'm not a lawyer, but the sense is that like with a loot box, you're paying something and you're always getting something. Yeah, you're definitely. It may not not be the thing you want, but you're getting something. You're not losing money because you're exchanging money for a a good, whether a digital good whether you want it or not. Yeah. That's the loophole that they use and that's how they get around actually being gambling. Yeah. But so the way 
the way it works is you get the the loot like you get loot boxes no matter what and you pay for the key to unlock them right and yeah. so it's like you've already got it that's Might how it works well. in, in battlefront as well yeah I'm that's, pr- that's I'm also how it sure works in Battlegrounds too, and uh rocket league battlegrounds well. does it and in rocket league yeah which we all love I, yeah. <laughs> yeah we never none of us ever buys keys do but we? the difference is I, yeah i bought i bought one just just out of curiosity i was like i wonder what's in this thing but then i was like oh, okay it's just a decal okay screw it i'm done <laughs> so the difference is rocket league you you don't gain progress you don't get better than anyone yes. you don't it's strictly cosmetic and you do pay twenty dollars for the game and you and they still have this gambling method to make even more money but they constantly offer free content they constantly update their game it's been going on for like two more than two years now so like so yeah, the first time I can ever remember people uh, paying for uh, loot boxes and stuff in games was Farmville, then Clash Cans, Candy Crush, and then the first time it appeared on PC and console games, as far as I remember, was Team Fortress Two. Do yeah. any of you remember that at the time and remember playing it? Uh, I remember Team Fortress Two. I played very Hats. little of it, but you get hats, right? Yeah. And I didn't. I never really played Team Fortress Two, so I don't. I, I mean, I know about it. And I mean, I can get. But. I've probably logged a total of two hours in it. So yeah. But do you remember the amazing Idle Thumbs, where they got the a couple of emails from a guy who was known as the Hat Baron? No. And he broke down exactly how you could play a load of Team Fortress and collect all these hats and sell them at a market for for real cash. It was the most amazing thing ever. Oh yeah. I, you should absolutely go find find that episode of Idle Thumbs and listen to it. It is well, just amazing. That's basically the whole Steam marketplace is yeah. like when they, yeah. like when they had those Gamescom tr- crates in PUBG. You know, people were selling a blue T shirt or whatever, like a, or the yellow Bruce Lee pants for like two hundred dollars to people. Gosh, it's yeah. Well, what what's the first game that you've actually played that there were microtransactions in, or the, that there were loot boxes in particular? Like the uh, first one I remember playing was, I think, probably uh, Mass Effect 3. Oh, I didn't know I that think. had them. Holy Do you not shit. remember? So, so I think we played it with, uh, I think me and you played a little bit of it, didn't we, Elliot? Multiplayer? Did you have it at the time? Or maybe it was me and Mike. I've never played it, so. Yeah, because I, I remember at the time that I was so psyched for playing Mass Effect 3 because it was the ending to the trilogy. It was the most yeah. amazing story. And then you basically had to play the multiplayer in order to get like your, your, uh, oh, what was the, what was the term that they had for it? Like your battle ready status oh. to do the final mission. No. Yes. If you, it, it like multiplied whatever your ranking was and you had to play multiplayer in order to make sure that you would get a good ending. I didn't realize this at the time. So I played a bit of the multiplayer with Mike. I remember there being loot boxes. I remember being really frustrated that you couldn't get good characters, that you couldn't get good guns. And I remember not wanting to buy anything, so I never did. And then I got bored of it because you were playing the same maps and you were doing the same thing and nothing ever changed. And I didn't level up quick enough. I didn't have fun characters to play in it. And I basically just left it for a few months. And then when I went to finish Mass Effect 3... I didn't get an ending that I was looking for. And I was so gutted. I felt so completely burned by this system, which looking back on now, 
I see that they did this so that you would buy the credits, so that you would buy the credits to open more boxes. So I remember the backlash about the Mass Effect 3 ending being shitty. Was that the good ending after playing multiplayer? Was that one still shitty? Or are they talking about... Because they went back and they rewrote it, right? Yeah, they still... No, no, people still didn't like like, the best ending. even the best ending. Man, I didn't hear anything about the best ending being locked behind multiplayer. I think I think it factored into it. I'm uh-huh. I'm almost certain. Uh-huh. But I remember just being so burned that when I looked back on it, when I reloaded my save before finishing it, I looked at it and that that multiplier, that multiplayer uh multipl- multiplier <laughs> completely dropped because I hadn't played it in a few months and I was just raging. Oh uh, my god, wow. Yeah. Uh, uh how and that's EA as well, isn't it? <laughs> EA, exactly. This was the amazing thing. So today, in order to like do a bit of research for chatting about loot boxes, and because Battlefront 2 was an EA-produced game, I installed Origin, EA Origin yeah. on PC. It's it's basically the EA equivalent of, of Steam. I installed it just to see what games I had in there to refresh my memory of which ones had loot boxes. Mass, Mass Effect 3, uh, FIFA 14, uh-huh. and... Do you remember Battlefield 3? Battlefield 3 didn't have loot boxes, but what it did have was you could pay for packs to unlock guns and uh, equipment instead of actually playing the game to unlock them. And I remember one of the things, Elliot, that when me and you and Mike were playing Battlefield 3, one of the things that I found most, most frustrating about Battlefield 3 was how slow it was to give you new guns and give you new scopes and give you new perks. And it was because they wanted you to pay money to unlock oh them. It, it's so funny in retrospect. I just, I can't believe I didn't see it at the time. I didn't know it was going on for that long. Like, that's almost exactly what's up with Star Wars, except Star Wars is now random. Yep. Uh, it, and I guess it's a big enough IP that it's pissed enough people off because everyone was going to buy it. Yeah, that's it. Because it's so much more... Like mass market because it's Star Wars. Yeah. Everyone would, would play it potentially. I just thought that, that they had finally gone too far. Like I thought that was the situation. Like it's like, no, like we we've obviously had loot boxes for a while. We've had like uh pay to win like single player games before, but having and so I thought they just like they just went too far. But yep. they've been fucking doing this from two thousand Six, seven, yeah. eight. I, I think and this is this is just the most egregious example because, of like, like you guys mentioned before, the time it takes to do to get the stuff you want. Oh money, yeah, the amount of money it's it takes. Especially bad. It's just it's just insane. Yeah, yeah. Did have you ever paid for loot loot boxes? Not a once. Never. No way. I don't believe Never. you. You're a liar. I, I think I'm I got, calling I, you out I think right I got, now. I think I was drunk one night and I purchased some Overwatch once. Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> but hang on. Overwatch is different though, isn't it? Because well, you can. It's all cosmetic. Can, yeah, but but you can buy a specific costume. Well, can't you? But can't you? yes and There's no. Definitely loot keys. No, well, well, the, the, so those are for like the special summer games bundles and stuff like that. Ah. But like, but for the regular loot boxes, like it's you you can't you cannot purchase a specific thing with money. You could purchase loot boxes, which will give you extra coins if you get duplicates, or sometimes they just give you coins, oh. and then you, and then you use the coins to purchase the specific skin you want. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Josh. I, I, in my head, for some reason, I had thought you could buy specific skins, but no, you're totally right. 
you have to you have to just buy loot boxes and hope to collect enough coins for it I or th- for them to come up in a random loot box. I mean, I'm not a fan of loot boxes, but I think Overwatch at least is the least annoying of the way they do it. One, it's all cosmetic stuff. Doesn't yep. affect doesn't affect gameplay. Two, while you while it's not raining loot boxes on you, you still get them relatively regularly when you mm. once one per level. It's still you, you still have to you play. You do a lot when you're it. our level. You do when you're low level. So what I've heard is if you're a if you're a pro, if you play it regularly, then once you get up to higher ranks, it takes longer and longer and longer to get a single loot box. Oh, so yeah, they basically make it impossible once you get to a certain level to get that that if article that you if, want if if you're a pro i'm pretty sure you're playing a lot enough that the time difference is probably about the same in the sense that you're that, no no no. i mean in the sense that i'm playing overwatch maybe like let's just say an hour a day they're playing overwatch eight hours a day so yeah. even if it takes longer it might take a day for us <laughs> i would tell you go go read what people who play overwatch and love overwatch and that's their game they mm-hmm. are still so annoyed no, again, like I said, it's not it's not go. raining loot boxes. I just think it's it's nowhere near as ridiculous as say like the wait, the time you were saying it takes for like Battlefront, for instance. Um, I guess we've no way of measuring those two okay. things. But, um, but yeah, so but again, it's all cosmetic, so that's why I'm I'm less annoyed with it because it doesn't affect the game. It's just, do I want my character to be prettier? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. same with Rocket League there too. Um. I'm not as annoyed with it. I get, I, the most annoying thing about Rocket League's loot boxes is getting spammed on the chat, like trade to trade, trade, trade. trade. And then you get spammed PSN invites. And it, Wait, you get you guys have chat turned on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> We're very sociable. People. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Speaking of so, chat, it's, it's so much less toxic on the switch so far, at least the first couple of Anyway, you were going to say something. I feel like I'm changing the subject. <laughs> well, I was going to say the only one that I've ever actually spent real money on was FIFA 14. Oh, yeah. Player. But, but Ultimate team. Ultimate team. Yeah. So so FIFA 14, I, I bought it for 40 bucks. It was cheaper on the PC than it was on the on the PS whatever at that time. PS4. Was the PS4 out in September 2014? Uh, I think it. No, I think it came out. Like November 2014. Hmm. Okay. So then, so then it was cheaper than the PS3. Uh, so I figured oh, I'll pick it up, and then I got really into Ultimate Team. It was like the w- winning credits and purchasing players on the auction, and trying to build up your team. Even trying to have a half decent team was so satisfying at first. But then I uh, I was thinking to myself, oh, I haven't got anything. You know, it's taken me ages to get credits. And it's like, I only paid 40 bucks for this. So uh, I could just justify. spend 20 bucks <laughs> on credits. And that would be basically the same as having paid it full price on a on another platform. That's how it starts, so, Steve. That's your slippery slope. It is slope. <laughs> how it starts. It is absolutely how it starts. And of course, maybe I got like one silver player or one like decent gold player. But... Still, I didn't have a Neymar or I didn't have a Ronaldo or I didn't have a Messi. And basically, it was just you still are at, you know, the mercy of a random role. Yeah. And chances are you're not going to get that player. 
But when you try and play someone online, they're going to have someone like that. They're going to pass it to that player and they're going to run rings around you. So FIFA 14 was both my introduction to uh, FIFA Ultimate Team, my only time ever spending money on real transactions, and also me learning how bad I am at online soccer games. And me giving up online soccer games for, for good. And all of those things for good, actually. I basically, I haven't bought a FIFA since then. Although I all, always preferred Pro Evolution Soccer for, for playing locally against friends and uh-huh. stuff. But uh, I didn't realize Ultimate Team was random. I thought it was like you buy the best players that played in the Premier League that week. Or like the, their their own national leagues. Uh, they, nope. they make you, the you ultimate get cards. Oh. You you buy a pack of cards wow. and it, they flip around one at a time. It's like all of these things. There's like sparkly bits and, and amazing yeah. sound effects. And then when you it's get like a Hearth, good it's one, like Hearthstone. <laughs> it's it's you know they do all these things to push the buttons of people who are gonna want to gamble. It, yep. it is. That's exactly what it is. You know. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, it's like it's like a slot machine. You know, you get three, you get three cherries, and all of a sudden, the screen lights up, and everything starts flashing, and then you hear the tinkle of the quarters yeah. falling down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's that feedback. So, I think we all feel like uh, Rocket League is possibly an acceptable version of this. Yeah, it's for the, the most, it's the most benign. Yeah, and it, it, I was gonna say, and I feel like they they earn it by having, and they've promised no paid DLC constant updates they've added like five new game modes since it came out yep. and we even got yeah. it for free on ps plus like back when it that's came out that's exactly we that is exactly it it's it's not a full price game even if you buy it uh like download you can get it for 20 bucks yeah and it's and it's it's all optional it's all cosmetic and it just it helps their bottom line so they can keep supporting it and keeping the servers up which are very expensive and now they're going to do like cross console friends lists like they yep, keep yep. adding to it, so I feel like it supports them. I haven't bought any, uh, and I, I'm not about to say I'm going to to support them because I've paid for th- three different versions of the game now, and I bought you guys <laughs> one <laughs> <Yep>. of them. <laughs> so yep. I've done you my part. Fours on the Switch, yeah. Because <laughs> now yeah. I got to figure out what game I want Elliot to play. <laughs> <laughs> and Overwatch, of course, as you say, Josh, it's all cosmetic. Yeah. So I can understand people thinking that's acceptable. But the other way of looking at it is it's a full price game. It's it's 60 bucks. It's it's not it cheap. Is, yeah. And but again, you, and- you still do unlock shit. I mean, it, it's so I, again, I know there's a time thing where like, you know, if you wanted to play Overwatch and just rely on playing the game in order to unlock everything, you'd be there forever. So, yeah. I mean, I get that it's it can be obnoxious, but they do have like. I, I don't I can't imagine. I mean, I, I'm sure there are some people out there that are like, I have to have every skin. Yeah, I can't imagine that's the majority of people, though. But because of the way the loot boxes work, I, I myself have been able to purchase with the in-game currency at least like two or three things that I specifically wanted and didn't want to worry about RNG. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think there's at least a secondary method where it's less of an, a dick move on Blizzard's part. Again, mm-hmm. I don't like loot boxes, but at the very least, that version doesn't make me want to just jump off a cliff and take Blizzard with me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, Overwatch, like there, there's a few things that I feel like reasons loot boxes are completely unacceptable. And I'm, I'm going to start trying to live by these rules. And the first one will be a game can't have loot boxes in it for me if it's a $60 game. If it's a full price game and it's got loot boxes, 
I'm not going to buy it anymore. Yeah. I've, I've decided that. What if, and on, what if it's online server maintenance, multiplayer server maintenance? I don't know. It's, I don't, it's hard I, to say. It, I mean, it would have no, to be. I, yeah. I think when you get an online game like that, you're you're building it around loot boxes. You're and it, True. and I'm I would rather play a single player game than multiplayer. So it's kind of easy for me to say no. I'm not going to do it. Full price game, no loot boxes. Actually, that's how. Are there any single any multiplayer game any single player games with loot boxes in the same way? Um, the ones that they were talking about was uh, Shadow of War. Oh you, God, yes. Yep. Oh, right. That's disgusting. Okay. Yep. That's and right. and it is that. actually stuff that you can gain in the oh. game. So so that is that's the other one actually yeah. that that I was going to say was stuff that you can purchase but you would otherwise just rank up in it. Like Battlefield where you would unlock this gun definitely if you played this many matches where you would unlock this scope definitely if you played this many matches, but they allow you to buy it. If they are telling you, give me money and you don't have to play my game, yeah. Yeah. then yes. I'm not buying that game anymore. That You're saying to me, you don't want me to buy oh. your game or you don't want me to play your game. You want me to pay you more money. Then that's going to be one of the rules as well. Yeah, I miss, you know? I miss stuff like I remember when I first played Uncharted, the first Uncharted on PS3. Yeah. Um, one of the things you could do to unlock other things. Again, it was all single player stuff, not multiplayer. Yeah. Um, t- to unlock things like uh, reverse mode where it flips the game world right and left or like a sepia filter over everything or black and white is as you on un- this was be- this was before they had had mandatory achievements on the PlayStation. So they they eventually patched the achievements right. in. But in before game. that, they had in-game achievements for doing all those things. Wow. And when when you'd accomplish it, when you complete an achievement, you'd get like some points. And after enough points, you could unlock this stuff in game. So I, yeah. I like doing things like that, where it's like, okay, you want yeah. me to pl- you want me to continue playing the game that I'm already enjoying to get yep. unlock yeah. this thing. I cool. totally agree. That was how Wolfenstein worked as well. It was like, you know, put do this many things in order to unlock these perks. I, I yeah. love that. They're giving me a reason to use it. That that's you know giving me more things to do afterwards. That is the satisfaction. Uh, I mean that. that, that your your yours is a little different because you're talking about perks and stuff. This was entirely stuff like big head mode or fat Nathan Drake mode <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. The little thing, you know, it used to be like cheat codes, but now it's. I mean, even if it's, if it's not cheat codes, at least I need to be able to have the ability to unlock everything by just playing the game, yes. not necessarily. But, but, but that's just flipping. Get, but that's that is flipping one of the things. If you can pay. To do something that you could potentially well, unlock no, 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 no. with hours and hours within, and hours. Within, within reason is my point. Yeah. <laughs> like not, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Like if, you, <laughs> like if you say, okay, I've got a 20-hour game here, and if you 100% the game, then you can unlock stuff. Or if you, maybe we put in some, like, like I said, like an Uncharted. They have stuff like, you know, kill 10 enemies with three enemies at a time, three times with a grenade. Do yeah. stuff like that. Okay, cool. That That's fine. But like, yeah, if it's just a matter of, if it's a time-based achievement or if it's a money-based achievement then fuck off yeah yeah and the other the other one the other big one and the other one that like everyone's going nuts about on battlefront 2 is uh like when when a game gives you an unfair competitive advantage Mm -hmm. by paying for something that is another one if i ever hear about that if i ever read that in review for a game that's it i i'm just i'm never ever buying it and it's like 
not just not buying that game, but I am not going to support EA at all anymore. Like I, yeah. I, I don't want to buy anything. I was holding out. I really love. I, t- I think I might have mentioned not going to the past previous episode. Uh, um, <laughs> the World War One uh, podcast I was listening to, and I got so into it. And right around that time, Battlefield One came out, and I've been just kind of like waiting for a good price on it. But yeah. I think I'm just gonna let it go. I can't support that i can't same. support ea i can't support dice yeah um, uh it's it's just too many bullshit practices and i'm just it's, it's just sickening at this point so i i there's plenty of other companies out here that don't do this bullshit so i'm happy yeah, yeah exactly cd project red the witcher um oh yeah absolutely yeah. larry larian studios yep uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. I today was such a brilliant history lesson for me. Just installing Origin yeah. and looking back at these games that I now feel so burned by was just <laughs> they've been doing this for years yeah. and we didn't Fuck even them. notice it in many cases. So I I hope Once nobody you, out there buys Battlefront 2. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. If you do, like there's those Resetera threads explaining how it only takes like five to ten percent of people to purchase uh the micro the the loot boxes for it to be worth it for these companies yeah. so the wow. only way to stick it to them is to actually not fucking buy the game that's the only way yep. you change anything it's it's a good start that the reviews are terrible like six out of ten kind of average yeah. uh much yep. worse than the first one and everyone's mentioning the loot boxes um and and i think it was like uk numbers or eu numbers uh, for oh, the yeah. first week. Physical sales in Physical, the UK yeah. were down were down from Battlefront. Significantly, like sixty <laughs> percent or forty percent or something like that. Nice. So yep. we just gotta keep going. Don't don't get it on sale. Don't support it at all. Yeah. One hundred percent. Well said. It's it there's a better way to do it, and we can get back to that if we just like tell them, you know, and mean it. Yep. So well, if you're not gonna be playing Battlefront 2 over the next few weeks, what are you gonna be playing? <laughs> I'm going to be playing the hell out of, uh, well, I'm going to my parents over the weekend for Thanksgiving, which this is airing right after Thanksgiving. So hopefully I just got done finishing Thimbleweed Park. Um, I'm obviously not taking my PC, so I probably haven't played Pillars of Eternity in about a week. So hopefully I haven't already forgotten everything and I'm still willing to play. (laughs) (laughs) How about you guys? Well, I got sorry. I'll probably... Rocket League Switch. What? We got it all. We're going to play it like fucking crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll probably play some more Skyrim. I mean, over the next nine days, I, well, I guess whatever, until the end of the November, I'm going to be moving out of this apartment into my house. So my gaming time for those days is probably going to be pretty limited. But uh, when I do get free time, probably play, play some Skyrim, uh, finish up Golf Story. When I finally move into the house, I'm plugging in my stupid PS3 and I'm going to start playing uh, Metal Gear Solid Rising. Yeah, get, just get uh, it on Steam, man. It's going to be five no, bucks. I already own it. I'm not buying it again. <laughs> <laughs> you have so, three versions of Rocket League, sir, and now two versions of Skyrim. <laughs> that two- doesn't make it okay to buy the same game a million times, Elliot. You've got a problem, man. We need to stage it. Intervention. Intervention. I bought two versions of Rocket League. And one of them, Elliot, the third version, Elliot bought for me. So actually, the first <laughs> one was his fault. The first one was PS Plus. So you only bought one version of Rocket that's, League. That's true. And it was so half off, Suck it. off of a like group thing that I got the four pass, oh, four way pass. No, but that's true. But I mean, 
it, you want to play it in 60 frames per second. Like it's an old PS3 game. It, you could do. It, I don't that that stuff doesn't bother me as much as you guys. But it's it's a platinum like character I don't, action I don't, game. And I just played Nier Automata. So what's your point? But on PS4. <laughs> but that's uh, a platinum game. But it's uh, shut up, Elliot. <laughs> you're just not doing it justice. I don't care. You can stream it and show it to me. It's probably actually cheaper if you like break down your salary to just buy it on Steam than to go and dig through the time it takes to dig through your PS3 and plug it in. If you if you break <laughs> it down, you're clutching, Elliot. You're clutching no. it's wrong, it sir. No. <laughs> all right, all right, Steve. What's up for you? Uh, for me. Uh, I gotta play a bit more in Nier Automata. I know we keep every episode we're saying, oh, we gotta have a conversation about that, and we 100% do. Um, I'm gonna play more Lost Legacy. Maybe I'm gonna sit with YouTube open at the same time, <laughs> so that if I get stuck, I'm just not frustrated. I can just hit play, so I know exactly where to go. And because I'm gonna have a bit of a break over Thanksgiving, and it's been a while since we talked about a Super Nintendo game proper, Gonna sit down and play some Final Fantasy three, dude. Yeah, I figure you'll all enjoy that. Oh, three. Okay, Super NES. Gotcha. Okay, I was like, I was thinking you, you bought it on Steam. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll believe that when I see it, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> what? what? What does that mean? I played loads of Super Nintendo games when we first started the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Final Fantasy six. You're not like there's not as much signposting as. Other games you've probably been playing That's, recently. I know, but I've got no, Josh first, on speed dial. <laughs> the, the first half of the game has plenty of signposting. It's the second half I'm concerned about. Yeah. Awesome, guys. All right. I think we're probably ready to wrap it up. I have to start. Uh, I have to go to bed soon because I'm getting up in like six hours to drive to D.C. So. And I left my niece and nephew at a mall and I need to go get them. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> All right. So in the meantime, you guys can find us at ratherbecast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at RBPcast. We also have our own Twitters at RBPJosh, at RBPStevo, at RBPElliot. Um, please jump on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Android, any place you, you can uh, you find your podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Jump on there. Leave us a comment. Give us a like. Tell your friends, let everyone know if you uh, liked anything about this, spread the word. This is how we get around. So um, and thanks very much for listening to this episode. We will be back the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Uh, Did I miss anything? Did I actually do the the ending right? Was that good? Yeah, I think that was good. Can we say goodbye? Uh, We're not going to be back the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. (laughs) We'll be back two weeks after the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Sorry, this episode is right now the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Yes. We'll be back in a couple weeks. You were so close, Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) Just say two weeks. It's the easiest thing. (laughs) We'll see you guys in two weeks. Uh, Fuck, man. I had it like 90% of the way there. (laughs) Give it a good goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey and enjoy your families in spite of them. But they just had Thanksgiving. (laughs) Fuck. This is the cold open, right? (laughs) Maybe it should be. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Welcome. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Welcome back to the cold, harsh reality of real world work. (laughs) Get back to all your missed emails that are flooding your inbox. (laughs) All Uh, right, everybody. All right, guys. We'll see you you in two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks again. (laughs) 
See you soon. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>